Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the latest in all things Disney news and rumors. I also hear we're going to have a trip report about Six Flags. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everyone to the show. This is episode 330 of Traveling with the Mouse. I am your host today. My name is Jason. We have a jam-packed show for you today. This is a very special week because we have members of our show that will be going to Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And one of those I will introduce now. His name is Adam. Boo. What's up, everybody? At the time of the release of this episode, we will be feeling the the Orlando sun on our skin. We will be preparing to ride the rat ride uh, and and hopefully enjoying a Mediterranean margarita made by Chris at Bar Riva. Yeah, I forgot about that. Get out of the rat race and get in the rat ride. That's what we're going to do. That's right. Unfortunately... John will not be joining us at Disney World this week, but he will be joining us today on the show. Welcome, John. Howdy, folks. Is that supposed to be Country Bear Jamboree? You could actually say that one is from Country Bears, or you could say it's from Big Thunder, I guess, right? If I just leave it at that. Which okay, one? Okay, I was like, that could have been a couple of things. I was just guessing. But, John, you'll be at Disney in two weeks, right? Yeah, he's waiting for the 50th. Yeah, we're going right after the 50th. So you'll be our correspondent for the 50th. New fireworks, potentially, and some of the other stuff. It should be interesting. Perhaps the genie. Yeah, perhaps the genie. I'm hoping the crowds are going to be not as bad as originally thought. It doesn't look like it's going to be as bad as it could have been. So, I read somewhere today that international travel to the U.S. is not coming back until November. I think it's going to get less restrictive then, is what they're thinking. Yeah. Right. For vaccinated people, yeah. I should mention that, yeah. I think it was fully vaccinated, yeah. I've noticed that touring plans, anyway, as far as what they measure their days by, mm-hmm. it starts going up as on Wednesday, September the 29th. We got a five, a four, a three, and a two, whereas we've been seeing twos and ones pretty much all September, <laughs> right. just about the entire month. And so the, at the end of September, I guess they anticipate people starting to you know, have their reservations come into play starting on the 29th, it looks like. And the next day has some fives and fours. And, of course, on the first, two parks have a 10 down. So we shall see how that plays out. So we're getting closer to have my trip in the forecast, but not quite yet. So Mm -hmm. It'll be a good trip. I'm excited to be back on property. And I'm excited you decided to join me at the same hotel, Adam. We will be staying at none none other than the Pop Century Hotel. I switched from... Well, actually, I switched like three times. I had Art of Animation, Family Sleep. Like me. Right. I did, I, I did a John this time. <laughs> I had a Art of Animation, and then I moved to Grandestino, but then I realized if I switched to Pop Century, I wouldn't owe anything left of what I had already paid for the Art of Animation suite. So I was like, hey, I'll just do that. And plus, we can Skyliner t- together now, so we yeah. don't have to drive everywhere so yeah skylinering is great yeah for some reason or another on the skyliner it seems like you guys once you get to the halfway point <laughs> we kind of you know, take a detour sometimes <laughs> yeah kind of take a little bit of a detour i can't explain yeah. it bar riva calls to us <laughs> i won't say that there has been times where we don't go super often but we go just often enough that maybe a cast member may like we might stick in their heads a little bit. And I remember that time we got off at Riviera and they're like, this is the, oh wait, I remember you guys as they were going to be like, this is the Riviera stop. Don't get off. Cause they, you know, people try to get off thinking it's our cop, but they're like, oh yeah, I remember you guys. And the last time we were there was like two months before that. So I'm like, oh, are we that memorable? <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I guess yeah, we this have is, those this is whenever we went on our little bro trip at them. Uh, oh, okay. And we tried to get off at the stop and like, this is not the, ep- oh wait, I remember you guys. You know, what are the odds that they eventually one day de- decide to turn that 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 turn <laughs> yeah. at Boardwalk into an actual station at some point? Well, Or is it too far away from the actual resort? To... 
Isn't that where they could take a line directly through Grand Destino over to Animal Kingdom? Isn't that where that would have to go? Well, that, that's what you thought. Yeah, you could make a line that would go towards Coronado, and then you could you could make a station there that goes either to Blizzard Beach and Animal Kingdom, or just Animal Kingdom. I guess you could do either one, but... So it would be interesting to see if they would do that at some point, but that's a long way to go. I think those plans are way back on the back burner at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I'll just say if I could get to all four parks on the Skyliner, I'd be doing it. I wouldn't care. I'd take, I know it would be the world's longest Skyliner yeah, trip for Magic Kingdom, but why There's not? No let's way. go. There's you, no you way it would ever go that far. The, going from Pop Century, uh, making your way to Magic Kingdom on the Skyliner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be faster to walk, I think. Not yeah, they, they would have to put bathrooms on that because it'd be so long between stops. It's like a 30-minute ride or something. You'd have to get off just to go to the bathroom and get back on. Well, they do have the emergency kit. That's true. They, would just have... <laughs> they do indeed. Well, I'm also hopeful for our trip because I think it'll have fairly low crowds, which is good. Uh, as we sort of mentioned before, so maybe we won't be hoping for a lightning lane. So that's still on the table, but hopefully not happening. One of the things that's supposed to come with lightning lane as well is going to be virtual queues as well as lightning lanes for, as they said, for a couple of rides. Originally it was announced that Star Wars Rise of the Resistance would still use its virtual queue and then there would be a lightning lane. The same for Ratatouille, virtual queue plus lightning lane. News broke this week. They are now temporarily discontinuing the virtual queue system for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. How do we feel about that and how long that's going to last? Is it back for October 1? Or is it standby line and lightning lane going forward and they're just testing it out? And if so, if that's the case, why do a virtual queue for Ratatouille? Just make it a standby line. Yeah, good point. Because if you don't need it for Rise, you certainly don't need it for Ratatouille. But Well, crowds is what influenced this decision. They, they're they going to run it without any type of a queue right now while it's low to as pretty much experimental, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they even go into the day I just talked about, the 29th or 28th and 29th, somewhere in that range and still have it without a virtual queue. I think by the time October 1 comes, it's pretty obvious the virtual queue is going to return. Yeah. But then again, the parks that are anticipated to be, you know, just crowded is there's only two of them really. I mean, the others are going to have some, but if you're, you know, if you're going to Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom, you're probably not going to have as much, you know, not as bad crowd-wise as the other two. <laughs> sure. So Well, I'm reading here the official statement from Disney about this. It says, We know our guests love choice and flexibility when planning their time in a theme park, which is why, starting September 23rd, we will pause the virtual queue for Star Wars Rides of the Resistance. So yeah, pause yeah. keyword. Like everybody yeah. act everybody's like celebrating, like acting like it's gone. <laughs> pause. It'll come back pause. when the crowds come back. I think that's what you were saying, right. yeah. But this just makes it confusing. They're going to turn it on, turn it off. One day you got it, next day you don't. Yeah. But like you said, I, th I think it's a test to try and see how the standby will work because they haven't ever done that before. So let's see how it works right. with the standby line. How many people show up, how many, how it turns through the line, you know. And this starts, and I, I think, the day before we arrive. Mm -hmm. So are we going to try to even do this? Or, like, I don't even know if I want to. I mean, if we did, it to. would have to be on Sunday. Right. I don't even know if I'd want to, it's just unless it's like a 20-minute wait or something. Well, see, that's the thing is we've done it enough. Right. So what would what would you wait? If this was your first time, how long would you wait? Oh, it was my first time. I would wait like an hour and a half probably. But, but if right now I think like, 30 minutes top, and, and it's not going to be 30 minutes. Right. I mean, maybe I would do an hour... I would maybe do an hour for it. Because I've done like 45 minutes for a Falcon. How long has the line, like the wait, gotten? Have we seen any numbers? Well, it, really it, it doesn't start till next week. Well, 23rd, yeah. Yeah, end of this week, I should say. Yeah. Oh, so I Thursday. thought they were already doing standby. Or they had, not unofficially well, they had. Yeah, unofficially, but I don't know if it's been like any wait times posted that I could see, so... 
Right, right, right. Gotcha. And I mean, it could be any day now that they're either going to announce or do like a soft rollout or something in, involving Disney Genie Plus. I mean, it could be any day now. There's got to be something announced yeah. soon or like I say, a soft rollout. They're going to have some people at the very least testing it, similar to what they did with FastPass Plus. Any any day now, it's got to be. I don't see I don't see any way around Maybe. it. Maybe I mean, it'd be interesting if we showed up and they're like, "Hey, would you like to pilot the Disney Genie system for free?" Yeah, sure, I would do that. But because, and I say that because there's no way you look at October one and what they expect and be able to handle it efficiently with no system at all in place. <laughs> yeah, but then, but do you, you know, really expect people to learn on the fly day one, like with the busiest day <laughs> being? Well, I'm going to say that's the other reason why I think it'll be any day now that they announce something uh, regarding it. We're running out of time because we've got, what, less than like a week or so by the time you're hearing this. Well, if it's not, it's going to be very interesting to see what the wait times look like at both Epcot and Magic Kingdom on October 1. Let's let's just say that. Although I think... We'll definitely be watching. Yeah, I think Space 220, Opening Early, Creations, Club Cool... The Ratatouille previews, it's going to soften the blow a little bit there for the crowd. So I think it's, I think I'm, I'm glad we're going early because we're getting a lot of the stuff in and hopefully I can get some of the 50th merch. It seems like it's widely available right now. So before the yeah. 50th, that'd be great. So you can uh, stock your eBay store? No. No, because I actually like the 50th merch, by the way. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, I think, uh, or I'll bring it up later, some of the some of the merch I really don't like at all, but the 50th merch I like. So. Well, that's good. Maybe you'll spend some money. I definitely will. So, it's what Chapik yeah, likes to hear. Yeah, exactly. I don't. We don't use that word Wait. on this podcast. Who's the guy from oh. Breaking Bad? Oh, that's what Hank likes to hear. Yeah, Hank likes. To yeah, hear no, that. I, I, I was going to bring up a story, and I can't remember the guy's name, but it's about Disney CEO, Mr. Clean. Um, yeah. Apparently, Disney's CEO recently attended the Goldman Sachs 30th Annual Communicopia Conference. Now, that should tell you something about someone who speaks at a Goldman Sachs conference, right? You know, big money. Where, where's their head at? And a Disney CEO spoke a little bit about some of the strategies at, their, uh, at the theme parks. And the, the key word here was yield management maximizing the efficiency for maximum profits and the backbone of their yield management strategy is going to be reservation systems. So buckle up folks. It's reservations galore. Now, yeah, we knew that. I just want to go ahead and in case we aren't as clear on what yield management means, the definition off of the internet here, yield management is a variable pricing strategy based on understanding anticipating and influencing consumer behavior in order to maximize revenue or profits from a fixed time-limited resource Hmm. so everything's about yield management today we have a time-limited fixed resource and we want to influence consumer behavior to maximize revenue or profits yeah he basically says too that as a byproduct of this guest satisfaction should go up as well it's kind of like a oh really so like whenever you order an uber and it's like a popular time of day and it's usually a 10 buck uber but it comes up as a hundred dollars is that a high satisfaction experience for you no but you don't have to wait as long if you pay but it's yield management and yield management is about choice the consumer is allowed to have we want to increase your flexibility and choice. That's what they always try to mask it as. Maybe maybe that's a name we could give him as Chairman Clinch. <laughs> no? Clinch? From, yeah, uh, Alien Encounter. Oh, yeah. But he says, profit is just simply a byproduct that we've learned to live with. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Sounds about right. <laughs> well... That will be all we reference the CEO today, I hope. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't remember his name. Lex Luthor. You guys keep throwing out people's names, and I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. I'm, I've never heard of this guy before. Yeah. Asak Schrader. Anyway. Stanley Tucci. I'm just trying to think of ball guys. Anyway. <laughs> that was just the other name for Hank, actually, that oh, okay. I was saying. It was just, Asak was his title with the, with the FBI. <laughs> anyway. Well... <laughs> 
Let's move on from CEO land and let's talk about some of the new things we're going to get to experience while we're there, Adam. Ooh, um, I mean, one of the things we're never going to get to experience again is mouse gear. Yeah, right. It's gone forever. <laughs> but, but no, but it's still there, just in another name. Oh. But yeah. where one goes away, a new one pops up, and instead of it being mouse gears, we now have creation shop. Where yeah. you can, I, I think that means that the prices went up on the merch because it's a new store. <laughs> Probably. Get yield management, right? Yield management. Inflation yeah. shop. Yeah, inflation shop. So one carryover from Mouse Gear, I've heard from several people, and I don't remember this about Mouse Gear, the smell. A lot of people are saying the smell is still there. It smells like farts. You know I can't eggs. smell. <laughs> That's what? true. Okay, that's what I've I've seen several people <laughs> online say that about creations that it still smells like mouse gear, which smelled like flatulence or something. I don't know. I was confused, <laughs> but I was just like, I don't remember mouse gear smelling like that. But okay, nice. maybe okay. But I've heard, I've seen that from multiple people. I'm like, okay, I guess I don't remember that, but. I guess when I walk in there, I'm going to have to take a deep breath and see how see what <laughs> just take what, a big sniff and see. I don't know, <laughs> but what they're saying it still smells about. like the same as mouse gear. So whatever that smell is, is still there, I guess. Well, maybe well, that's maybe the people who are saying this just are always in there whenever it's crowded, and it's just like the you know the human the usual, sweat smell. And yeah, it's just the usual like guest body odor <laughs> that they're smelling. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> That's hmm. possible. That's interesting. Well, we'll stop by and you can buy all that merch. And if you well, can't stand the smell, you can go drown your sorrows from the smell at the nearby Club oh. Cool, where you can step on sticky floors and drink the Beverly again. Yeah. <laughs> Although I got to say, some of these I don't recall from, because I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about the Country Club from the Dominican Republic as being a really good one. I don't remember that one from the old Club Cool, but maybe I overlooked it. And then the Russian Cucumber Sprite is another one I've heard a lot of people talk about. So I don't recall that one either, but again, maybe I just don't remember because I didn't hang out in Club Cool that much. Does the Russian one have vodka in it? <laughs> maybe it would be good with vodka. I don't know. But yeah, maybe we'll go check out that. But back to Creations really quick. I, that's the one I was actually kind of disappointed in the merch from. Did you look at the Epcot merch that they I mean, it put was out? all Spaceship Earth Your Life, right? Yeah, and it, I wasn't impressed with what I saw of the new Epcot merch. Like, the Spaceship Earth stuff didn't really look like Spaceship Earth to me. It just looked like, you know, the shape of the triangles but it, it really didn't look like Spaceship Earth to me. So I don't really pay a ton of attention to the merch. Anytime I'm anytime I'm shopping at all in Disney, I'm looking for something particularly unique, and I very rarely find it. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Well, I'll say what I did see was very unique. I saw a lot of new stuff, which I think is what people were excited about, finally something new to, to, to look at. But mm, I, I didn't see anything I was like, overly excited about but again maybe in person i'll change my mind is there like a maybe classics collection not really there's a lot yeah. of like spaceship earth looking stuff like a jacket or shirts or the mug but the mug wasn't even round shaped i really so think like, disney should explore the merch for the classic attractions i think there's more of an audience there than they realize yeah i think there is I know we'll probably talk a little bit about Space 220, but I think that was a big tip of the hat to some old uh, Disney, which I I thought looked really cool, by the way. Well, so. Let's go to Space 220 now. That did sure. also open yeah. in the past week, and day one, it was a standby line, but it's now gone to a virtual queue, Yeah, and then it'll be reservations starting next month, but... Space 220 is open finally. We thought we would never see this day, honestly. Yeah, right. We thought this would be the perpetual never-opening restaurant. It has lines around the building for the first day. I'm going to be very yeah. interested to see if there is even a line by the time we get there at the end of the week because I feel like the vlogger atmosphere will have tapped it out and maybe we'll be able to get in with no issues. I watched a little bit of the, the video of the space elevator, and I think you were talking a little bit about the nods that, it, like, they... They made the Guardians building look like Horizons building, right? I know. I think I noted that. I don't know what else you saw as a as an an homage, but it was uh, yeah. 
It looked interesting. The food got pretty decent reviews. The screens and other things didn't, just from like a video perspective, didn't seem that immersive. But maybe I got to be there to see if it actually works well. You know, the elevator trip itself, one of the first things that came to my mind was it looked like a nod or an homage to uh, Mission to Mars, Flight to the Moon, either one. With yep. the you know the looking down at where you came from and looking up at where you're going, it was yep. and especially with it being in a circular fashion, it, it, that's exactly what I thought of. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then uh, when you walk in, there's a vegetable thing that's growing that's like spinning. Or yeah, whatever. horizons. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or actually, the land because they had that one of those too. in the land. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking it looked kind of either one. I, I thought that was a really cool touch and what I've seen at the restaurant, I, I think it looks amazing. I think it's going to be a really cool dining experience. What I've heard about the food so far is that it's pretty good. I haven't heard anybody like rave about the food. Now, I saw that lobster bowl that they have that's an upcharge. Mm-hmm. The day one, they were putting some big pieces of lobster in there. Yeah, I bet mm-hmm. that ain't going to last past the first week. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Trying Probably to get not. some good publicity going in the right. first Yeah, they always put out like the nice and big portions for the early ones so they get better reviews. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, it's your good timing to try it out, right? I mean, that's another positive good reason to try and do it. Anyway. The layout of the restaurant, and I made this comment, I think, in our little chat here, was that it reminded me almost exactly like they co- carbon-copied coral, uh, reef. coral reef. Yeah, yeah, I've heard people say that. Yeah. Were they saying, like, Space Reef or something? I, I forgot what people were nicknaming <laughs> it. But yeah, it definitely has that vibe to me mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Only instead of looking at sea, sea life, you're looking out at a... Space. Yeah, well, a imaging of space supposedly yeah i was watching someone you know the cast members are in in character so to speak so they're telling you some of the other guests who are staying for longer so they get to do like spacewalks and stuff and so you'll get to see different people floating around that are other guests quote unquote uh so you, you see some random things as you're you know out there Another thing based on the layout, I would imagine that the elevator that yeah. we're taking all the way into space, mm-hmm. I would imagine it's also kind of a nod to the hydrolators in the sense that I'm yep. mm-hmm. pretty sure yeah. it goes nowhere. Right. I yes. mean, I don't even think it goes up one floor. I think it just goes nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's like similar to the Rise of the Resistance uh, shuttle, you know, it doesn't really go anywhere. It just spins you in a circle but this probably doesn't even move it just shakes or whatever and then you open the to the uh, well, have, you, have you seen the schematics of that it actually moves further than you think oh well yeah i mean it's it turns nice in a big circle trip. yeah a big circle yeah. but but I mean, I mean like this may not even do that i don't it might spin briefly to spin you out it, if you go in the same door you come out of or something but I don't know. It's a possibility it might go up one floor, but I got a feeling it's just like the hydrolators. You just act like you're going up and you walk out the other side. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say, though, that the building, when you see it from Test Track, is pretty tall. So if you go in at ground level, you may go up a floor. Are you not uh, going to space? Sure. They do a really good job of hiding that giant 220-mile-long elevator shaft that uh, is right outside of the building. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Somebody also pointed out that they cleverly hide the Epcot construction with clouds when you're on the elevator. Oh. So yeah. you don't really see any construction cut. You just see like test track and uh, mission space. And then there's basically clouds everywhere else. Well, maybe we'll eat there. Isn't it called the Stellar Vader? Isn't that what that was called? The Stellar Darth Vader? So, John, are you going to try to eat here or what? It's a possibility. We'll have to see how they're going to run it. Well, you need a reservation. <laughs> Let's see. I think you're already out of luck then if you haven't gotten a reservation, probably. Are they open? Yeah. Yeah, it opened oh, okay. for reservations on Monday, the 20th. Okay, because I never did see anything. So that's what I was. Yeah, well, to you missed out. it. <laughs> Unless, I mean, <laughs> you can try touring plans and see if anybody cancels, but. Yeah. Well, in that case. Because I never did see it. I mean, 
maybe 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 there's a reason. I heard somebody say a cast member said they were booked through November already. Well, I guess that tells us what we need to know about the price not being too high. Right. You know, people just want to do an experience and then they worry about the price later. All I I can say is if it's uh, something I've missed out on, uh, all I did was save that money. So (laughs) use it somewhere else. Yep. It's a lot of money. All around Walt Disney World, as we move along, we're gearing up for the 50th. The Fab 50 statues are out. Mm -hmm. There's more topiaries and and there's more signage. Uh, The castle's ready. I mean, I feel like we're going to get, short of a few of the like fireworks and harmonious and things like that, we're going to get a pretty good taste of what it's going to look like at the 50th when we're there this weekend because we're very close i feel like every day they're opening one more thing Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty excited about that we sort of get to do that without having to deal with the crowds as much right lightning lane signs are showing up everywhere i'm gonna probably roll my eyes every time i see that which will be everywhere by the time we're there it'll be on everything you did see some merchandise. What is yes. the merchandise you are most interested in right now going in? So the things I have to get. The Christmas ornaments. Because I, I love getting the special occasion Christmas ornaments. That's like a tradition thing. The 50th anniversary mug looks really cool. And I've been wanting this for so many years. Ever since I learned Tokyo has this. Those soap dispensers that dispense the soap in the shape of mickey Mm -hmm. they have the 50th anniversary of those and they're only 14.99 so i'm hoping we still get our pass order discount on (laughs) the 50th anniversary merch but i I wouldn't be surprised if they (laughs) excluded that but some of the shirts and things like that for the 50th i thought were really cool i like the color scheme and all that so they have some polos that actually looked halfway decent the sweatshirt, like the hoodie, I, I, I don't know. I, something about the 50th logo, I like. I don't know. Just saying, I kind of like it. So There you go. There's a lot of merch I would buy. Well, maybe we should get you a green light card and load it up <laughs> with... Uh, sure. Oh, is that a sponsor? You. Sponsor? Oh. I mean, I would love... I mean, if, if, you, if you don't have a green light card, you should go get one. I mean, it really helps me out, so... Hey, I've been eventually. an ambassador lately. I've gotten a few people, I think, to sign up. I think eventually we'll be able to uh, talk about them more formally on the show. But, you know, uh, I think the only place that my kid has ever used his green light card directly, <laughs> like the physical card, is Disney World. Otherwise, it's all been online purchases. Right. Anyways, uh, that's a lot of the news. I wanted to throw it out there. Did you all see anything else you wanted to bring up this week before we go into a bit of a trip preview and a trip report of Six Flags? Right. <laughs> you said that with such enthusiasm. Come on now. Uh, what? I talked about Six Flags. <laughs> before you guys get into that, I'll briefly mention California Grill had released a menu for their 50th anniversary they're going to do a prefixed menu, which I guess that, again, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I don't want them to continue down this road of all the popular things going to a prefix to force you to pay a certain amount. So is the idea going to be for all meals or just, uh, I you don't know, think like, like, well, it's only open breakfast, for lunch, dinner, and dinner, right? I think it's only dinner. Well, it's doing breakfast because of, the uh, wave. yeah, still. Isn't that right? For how much I longer? I think, but I don't know. That's soon to be Steakhouse 71, so. Yeah. Another quick note was that PhilharMagic is going to close on the 11th of October for their upgrade refurbishment, which, why didn't they do this sooner? Because <laughs> it was supposed to add the new Coco scene. Yeah, of all things, they could have had it ready for the 50th, because so right. they've had so many things ready for the 50th. So it says it will close for a month. And it will debut the new show on November 12th. I guess this is I'm, low on the list of uh, upgrades. It's already out there in California, though, the new I version. Mean, I feel like it's just another way to implement yield management. <laughs> Create yes. demand. By so you, you say it's already in, out in California? Yeah, California Adventure already has the new version. I guess I haven't looked. I mean, I'm sure it's out there on YouTube then if they already have it. 
Mm-hmm. I was just thinking if it's closed for a month, then that means they're likely having to add some physical effects or change some physical effects for whatever they're, whatever change they're done. So. Yeah. And Jason, have you seen the new passholder magnets? I have not seen them yet. I, I'm in a. I might not get mine. Oops. I'm in a rental. I didn't update my address. I oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Hmm. Since you you're in transition there. I like the new Mickey, like the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Mickey, but it's like, it's not circular anymore. It's like in the shape of, it's like a D with Mickey in the middle. It's okay, but. I mean, that's the new logo. It's what it looks like, and it's fine. (laughs) Right. Adam, have you bought some more Happy Meals? I mean, have you gotten anything new as far as that goes? I have, yeah. I've gotten the guy from Soul. Can't remember his name. I got Woody. Well, again, I should I say I my kids. I've gotten mm-hmm. the Mad Hatter and Piglet. Those are the ones we've ended up with so far. So none of the ones that I really wanted. I guess I kind of want the Mickey, Minnie, you know, the Fab Five. I haven't seen any of those. Have you guys gotten any yet? No. No. What? No. Okay. You don't like Black Arnold's. I, I, don't typically do mcdonald's just because i mean if i get if like the family wants to get something it's usually breakfast and and with my change in habits i only get like buttered biscuit if i ever go there so yeah i i don't know the last time i went to mcdonald's for anything other than breakfast i have not eaten at mcdonald's in quite some time but i just get the kids meals for them so i've done that three times so far but did you see the preview of the 50th anniversary TV special that ABC is going to put on October 1st? No. They had a little like trailer. They they say they're going to preview upcoming attractions um, and stuff, which I'm assuming is just Tron and Guardians and stuff like that. But that will air Friday, October 1st on ABC. So, 50 years of Walt Disney World, I think. Something like that. The most magical story on Earth. So, it'll be interesting. I'll watch it. But they say that they're going to tease the new things coming. That are coming when? When are those things coming? who knows. Sometime in the next year and a half. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I've got, I think. Cool. John, any any other news or rumors you want to throw out there? No, I... I can't think of anything that just stands out to me since we're doing this a little bit earlier than usual due to you guys taking a trip this weekend. Yeah, we're taking a trip to none other than, I can't remember the name of the theme park, Holy Land Experience. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sure. The name of the theme park? Uh, It's just Holy Land Experience. That's what we're going down for. It's closed permanently, by the way. I don't know. I, I said that last week. I mean, we well, heard, you and I, I actually was. knew it was closed, and that's <laughs> one of the reasons I keep bringing it okay. up, <laughs> is okay. that I, I keep wondering. going to the, to the closed uh, attraction. Just I mean, it's, it, it, it's only closed because your heart is closed, Adam. Oh, that's why. It's grown cold and hard. I just heard if you knock at the door long enough, they'll let you in. <laughs> that's true. Before they bulldoze it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Do we want to do a little bit of a trip preview before we get into a trip report? Yeah, let's do that. I think we mentioned most of what we're doing. Friday is our Epcot day uh, mm-hmm, and our Ratatouille mm-hmm, ride day. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that would be the day we could possibly ride Space 220. Outside of potential Space ride 220. R- yeah, ride Space 220. Ride the elevator. Uh, <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> and then just leave. <laughs> right. So outside uh. of Space 220 and Ratatouille... What other priorities do you have for Friday? Anything? Creations and Club Cool. And that's about it. Skyliner Bar Bar I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. See if Chris is working a Friday shift. Yeah. Gotcha. If, if, uh, if Rise has a pretty low weight or, uh, Mickey and Minnie's is walk on towards, uh, towards closing time, we Skyliner over to it. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. Do we? I mean, I wouldn't mind. By the way, we'll Jason, see. I just saw a, a set of uh, 50th anniversary pajamas. Ooh. 59.99. 59.99 with the but discount. They, it's only it's, like 
$49.99. Perfect. Maybe maybe that's what I'll get. $50 set of pajamas. Anyway. Sorry. I'm just so, crying. okay. So that is Friday. We're going to be tired. We're probably going to stay up way too late. We'll go to bed Saturday morning. Yeah. The current plan for me is my six-year-old really wants to run the challenge. I'm going to just keep checking with him. I have yet to register officially. But if we do run, we'll run the Every Ride Points Challenge. I'm only going to run it for part of the day. Goal would be to Grail Magic Kingdom and get at least one ride at all the other parks just to make it official. Because we want the big reason we're there on Saturday is to get one last dose. Yes. Happily ever after. Yes. I'm wondering what's going to happen to Tinkerbell after Happily Ever After is over. Do you think she's part of the new show? Or oh, that, yeah, that... of course. She'll always she's be. She's been a part of the fireworks since the beginning, pretty much. So They're not going to take her away for the 50th, you think? No, no. They won't do that. They haven't even replaced the mattress since 1971, <laughs> so... Yeah, so, okay, so Happily Ever After challenge. What will you be doing all day if I go run this challenge? I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. We have a, we talked about that before the show, my wife and I, actually. And we were like, I don't know. As of right now, we might go to Ohana in the morning. Although I think I'm the only one that wants to do that. <laughs> so probably won't end up going there. Maybe you should try Kona instead and see if you can get the most wonderful cast member. Yeah. Macarena was her name, actually. Yeah. Macarena. Yeah. I, that's an easy that's one to remember. That's what Pete from the Diz, he was talking about that today. Anyway, I don't know what we'll do. We'll probably hang out at Magic Kingdom for a while and then maybe go do something else and then come back later for Happily Ever After. I don't know. I I have no particular plans. I do want to check out Polynesian. I was going to say that. Sorry. I do want to check it out whether we eat there or not. All right. So that's Saturday. We watch the fireworks. We'll probably be exhausted. Are you going to cry, you think? Probably. I'm just going to be sad that it's... They're ending such a great show. Even if the new show is wonderful, which it probably will be. Let's just be realistic. We're not going to get to enjoy it. Our kids are going to be whiny and we're barely going to get to watch. So let's just and go and we'll probably be worried about COVID, by the way, because how they pack everybody in there. Where are we going to watch that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> my mask so will cover Saturday. my tears. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's Saturday. Sunday, we'll have to drive back, but we'll probably stay away too long. We have a reservation for Hollywood Studios. But now our usual plan is sort of a little different. We won't be pulling the boarding group. We nope. might just cut Rise out of the plan and just do the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Toy Story Land, yeah. Baseline Tap House tour. <laughs> or we just sleep in and then we get there at like 10 and just walk over and wait for 1030 for baseline to open. <laughs> just start well, with that. I, I mean, with the way Hollywood's running, we could also just throw out there that we could go to Animal Kingdom. I know it doesn't get yeah. a lot of love, but it is a good park. Yeah. We well, I, mean, see... I, I enjoy Animal Kingdom. It's just, it's had the least new stuff. That's but usually the reason why it gets put on park. the background. It is. It has one. It has my favorite coaster, so I mean. I mean, it, 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 it's overall, it's got good food, good drinks. It just has that one corner that kind of sucks. So, Dino Land. That <laughs> one corner. Yeah. It has that one corner that has an attraction, and then the rest of it is, doesn't even doesn't even fit. <laughs> what Flight of Passage is 44 inches, right? I think it is. Yes. So my... Wow, that's pretty short for, the, for an attraction. <laughs> yes, no. 40. Right. Ha ha. No, my four-year-old is 43 inches right now so he's you're gonna bring his platform shoes right platforms i need to do it's like maybe i can get him on fire passes that would be cool although i don't know i don't know what he would think about that that'd be interesting but we're almost to the point where we can ride about everything I'm, so i'm guessing the height requirement on flight of passage is solely based on being able to stay on the bike or well excuse me the ecron not a bike yeah. that's what it reminds me of though <laughs> right uh, probably the seat height as well. All right. Anyway. Uh, so let's let's shift gears and yeah. let's talk about some recent trips we took yeah. to Six Flags. <laughs> to where? It's like so you see, he says so, it like he's like a change. It's like to <laughs> Six Flags. Okay. So did, what what Disney park is this? Is this another? 
No, no, no. This is a completely different theme park brand. Theme park? Uh, Wait, (laughs) I think you're using that term a little loosely there. Well, I mean... It is a caution. It's a theme park that is a cautionary tale of what happens when yield management runs amok. <laughs> there are a couple of nods towards theming at the theme park. Nods okay. to theming. It is the flagship theme park of the state of Georgia. Would you call it a theme park or would you call it an amusement park? Yeah, there's theming. Okay. There That's is. Serious. There's theming. Okay. I would say the water area was the best themed area. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, Gotham City, that's a theme, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a theme, but it's not great. <laughs> I, don't know, I, didn't, I didn't say that it was like the most immersive thing. I just said it was a theme. Okay. It is a theme. I was just checking. So. Yeah. So whose trip shall we go through first? I don't know. We can kind of intertwine. Well, you okay, went I first, I guess. Since you went, since you went first, why don't you start with your comments? <laughs> I can jump in. Uh, I have been looking to go because I just wanted to sort of see what it was like. I hadn't been in years. My son had never been, and I know he likes riding rides. I know they've got some more thrill rides. Um, I was kind of bored on a Saturday. Ended up buying an annual pass because, I mean, by the time you price out tickets, it's just almost. A small upcharge and you get to go for like the next year and a half so i have an annual pass all the way through 2022 i paid for all three of my family for that annual pass uh, our total price was i think 200 dollars or something like that for all three of us so it's less than one four-hour party at christmas time at disney world for one person so that price was fairly reasonable we arrive the annual pass also gave us free parking And this is where I noted that, you know, the ticket prices are low, but once you get there, they think they're Disney. Because they, like, if you didn't have free parking, it's $25 to park just like it is at Disney. And I'm like, come on now, right? I will say this, though. They are running their trams. Their parking trams are running. Disney still ain't doing that, so. Yeah. Yeah, they need to get on that. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. But So we walk in. We did not quite make rope. It was still fairly early. Um, <laughs> Wait, what what time did the park open the day you went? Like 10 a.m., 9 a.m., something like that, 9.30, 10 a.m. Because this past Saturday when we went, it didn't open until 12, I guess because yeah, of Fright Fest. I think it was 10 a.m. is when it opened. We went. I didn't have a plan. I didn't even know how to get around the park. I didn't know where anything was, really. And we just got in and we turned right. We walked past the Twister, which I think you rode, right? The Cyclone or whatever it's called. Twisted Cyclone. Very good, yeah. by the way. But my son wasn't I tall know. enough, so we just kept walking. Rode the Mine Train, which was really jerky, but a fine ride. And much longer than like uh, any of the other rides that you typically get that are like kiddie rides at Disney. Because, you know, Barnstormers, like 30 seconds. This was like a three-minute ride. But yeah. overall, kind of boring. The Dahlonega Mine Train is one of the, you know, one of the originals. You know, that's still there. So that probably had something to do with it. I mean, that's why it was longer. But anyway, yeah. continue. We went over and did, I forget what they call that little Joker's Funhouse coaster or something like that. Is that what it's called? It's like a little yeah. small green coaster. We waited maybe 20 minutes for that. Um this is where, you know, the loading and unloading is very inefficient. That coaster was running one car, um, and it took them, like, I don't know, probably two to four minutes, maybe even five minutes to unload and load each time a car showed up. I mean, it was mm. bad. But the ride was fine. Then we did this, like, Superman ride, which was almost like a outdoor Tower of Terror. That was actually really fun. My son really enjoyed that, and I couldn't get on it because it was only for... He had to be like under 54 inches to ride it. Right. So we did a few rides without much weight. We were having a good time because we actually got to do rides. We got a little hungry. We walked up to an area where they were actually having the beers and like the brews and bites. And they actually had a few tents out that had some really good breweries. One of my favorites, um, uh, Wild Deep. And I had one of their new brew, one of their new beers we found then we struggled to find somewhere to eat lunch because they had food trucks but my wife didn't want any of that 
Uh, we walked in another store and we didn't really want any of that. A lot of places were closed, which was annoying. They were like, oh, there's a pizza place here that was closed. People were getting hangry. Um, we ended up walking all the way back to the front of the park, getting in line at a pizza place. They didn't have anything my wife wanted. It was kind of crappy pizza. And so we mobile ordered for her from Johnny Rockets, which is what we should have just done to, to start with because that, that, that looked better than anything I got from the pizza place. So we did actually mobile order. That actually worked. So that was available. And then we decided to wander back the other way, went into Gotham City, rode one ride. I forget what it was called, like the spinning ride. We were looking at the mind uh, bender. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say Poison Ivy's something spin, if I'm not mistaken. It's the name of that uh, the yeah. one you're talking about, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we rode that. It's right next to the entrance to the mind bender. And that was going to be potentially previewed that day. We sort of stood in a small line for that until a security guard came over and said, what are you guys waiting in line for? And then he went and talked to someone, and they were going to preview it at 6 o'clock that night. So we walked away. My son wasn't tall enough for Batman or any of that stuff. And so now it's getting to the point where we're like, okay, we should go to the water park because we brought our, our uh, bathing suit. So we wander along for a while, figuring out how to get back to the water park. And we end up at the Georgia Screamer. Is that what it's called or something like that? Uh, Scorcher. Not the Scorcher. The Great American oh. Scream Machine. The Great oh, the American Scream Machine. Scre- yeah, 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 yeah. The Great That's American right. Scream Machine. Tall wooden roller coaster. I hadn't ridden it forever. I kind of forgot what it was like. My son was tall enough. This is going to be the most thrilling ride he's ever been on. We get on. We're going up the hill. I'm talking to my wife. And then the first drop happens. And then just holy Moses. It did not (laughs) stop for like minutes. And my son was just looking. He was like clutching my arm and just like, "Ah," because it was just hill after hill after hill. I had my sunglasses on my face, and I was holding my sunglasses because I didn't want to lose my my Mickey sunglasses because that's how much wind we were getting. And then we get to, like, the turn, and I'm like, oh, is there a break? Nope. It just kept going. Like, we were in the back. We get done. My son the whole time was holding my arm, looked petrified. And he's like, like, did you enjoy it? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to do it again? No. (laughs) (laughs) but he kept talking about how he did it and how exciting it was and he'll do it again one day but he did not want to do it again that day i think one of those a day is sufficient um yeah i think i officially took my last ride on the great american screen machine this day this past time it is intense Uh, how would you compare your back feeling to that of say matterhorn (laughs) i think matterhorn's worse Matterhorn is smoother than the Great American Scream Machine. Of course, well, I mean the wooden coasters, especially ones that are what we're talking almost fifty years old in this case, (laughs) um, and has had very little done to it other than regular maintenance since that time. Yeah, they're they're really rough. That was a test of endurance when I rode this this past time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean the seats are. Are small, you can tell that was built a long time ago. I'm, you know, I've got a pretty good sized frame. I'm not a small guy by any means, so I mean that was a little snug for me. So I know people who are big. There's probably some people that got in there. It's like, nope, can't do this. I got to get out the other side, <laughs> you know. And it just beat me to death this time. I mean, I was like, it was way rougher than I ever remembered it being. And like I said, it was a test of endurance, pretty much. I was like, I'm, no. I don't think I'm ever doing this one again. <laughs> to compare, Incredicoaster is way better. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I My favorite coaster that I rode at Dollywood was Thunderhead, and it's a wooden coaster. Ten times better <laughs> Than Scream Machine, <laughs> then I, sh- I should rename it the Great American Chiropractor's Dream <laughs> instead of Scream Machine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they should have like someone passing out cards to a local chiropractor yes, uh, when you get off of that one. It was that it is... was like when we got done, my wife was behind us and she was just saying, "My back, <laughs> my back." Yeah, it's it's rough. So after that, we went to the water park area. There's, of course, no available seating. So we were like, oh, there's cabanas. Let's go inquire about those. Because I'm like, you know, it's Fix Flags. It's not going to be that expensive to just get a cabana. Nope, $400. And it comes with nothing. 
Four hundred. Wow. Yeah. I was like, uh, no. That's why. I mean, like it comes. With... In. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's why those cabanas are empty. <laughs> and and so I we went over. We just put our shoes somewhere. Uh, we did the wave pool, and I think I did the the big slide with the tube on it where you have to carry the giant tube up yourself twice but my son and my wife did it a third time so we did it we, overall i think maybe four times i don't remember but we did that quite a few times that was my son's favorite thing that area was nicely themed except for the great american death machine in the background <laughs> but like that was fine it was a good time i mean my son loves the water uh, we rented a locker actually just to make sure our stuff didn't get stolen so that was okay. Um, we did that for a few hours, and then we got done with that. We were like, okay, maybe we should head home. But first, we did the. We walked out past some of the ways we hadn't been because my son had seen in the distance. He really wanted to do those swings that go way up high in the sky. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the oh, yeah. spinning. And and I do not like heights, much less when I'm not strapped in. So my wife and son went and did that while I said it. I said that one. I. That one, yeah, I. I'll do a lot of stuff. Those I'm not really that comfortable with. I feel like God help us. We're putting our faith in the hands of engineers, basically on those type of things, right there. Especially, I mean, I guess you do with all of them. But that, I mean, that I put my faith in a lot of engineers. It's just the Six Flags <laughs> engineers is who you're putting your faith in, right there. Well, I mean, I was using the you know the Ian Malcolm line. Right. Is that a step or above or below like the state fair? Because. <laughs> I would uh, not trust anybody who runs a state fair right No, I, I'll tell you this. No, no, no. I, I, from what I've seen when I was there, they do a lot of safety checks, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, on these attractions. So, I mean, I'm comfortable with that part. I just, I don't know. There's something about a ride that's going to go that high and then sling me around <laughs> yeah. and, and pretty much nothing but me. I mean, I, there's not really a whole lot of backup plan for something like that. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, so. it, there's not. I mean, I was positioning myself ready to jump underneath them if they uh, slipped out. I mean, it. I do not like heights, especially if I'm not strapped in tightly. And that, that whole thing with feet dangling, like a, a little lap bar keeping you in, I was like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I was uncomfortable looking up at them in the sky. So I didn't do that one. Um the only ride we didn't do that I wanted to do, and nobody wanted to wait in line or whatever, I wanted to do Mystic Mansion Manor, whatever it's called. Monster oh, um, Mansion. Monster, Monster Mansion, Man- yeah. Monster Mansion, yeah. I want to do that one. We'll do it. We have a season's pass. We get to go back. And my son's getting taller, so hopefully we'll be able to do a few more rides. I would say, overall, the day met or exceeded expectations. And I had, I mean, I'd say it exceeded expectations. I had fairly low expectations. I mean, it's not Disney. I wasn't expecting Disney. But Mm -hmm. it was 20 minutes away or something like that. And I got to 20, 30 minutes away from my house. And we got to ride some rides and have a good day. The food options are basically non-existent. And the pricing, once you get in the park, is stupid. But... I would, I'm, I'm happy to go back, see some of the Fright Fest stuff, and also just go on a Saturday and ride a few rides and leave. Like, that's that's what I'll, that's what I'll do, use it for. There you go. Well, you mentioned Fright Fest. You know, this past Saturday when we went was the first day of Fright Fest. And the, really, the festivities with that stuff doesn't truly kick in until, I guess, around 7, and of course it goes till 11 o'clock. By the way, this is an interesting thing. So on the way out, I noticed the sign that says no re-entry after 5 p.m. So if you just, and I actually had someone run into this, they just went outside the park to like put something away and came back and they would not let them back in the park. (laughs) I I don't know the reasoning for that. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I guess if you were entering for the first time after 5 p.m. because you just want to do Fright Fest, it's fine. But re-entry, no. I mean, I, I don't understand the logic behind it, but okay, whatever. Yeah. We got to do a pretty good bit. I didn't do everything that I wanted to do coaster-wise, mainly because we went with a group, and so we had someone to either, like, stay with the kids. We could swap out all that good stuff, you know, whenever we wanted to. We did do the Twisted Cyclone first, which we mentioned you you passed by it, which that was... I liked the original Cyclone, but that was way better. um, It looks cool. I saw your video. That's one of those new 
hybrid type roller coasters. Right. It, it looks like an old wooden roller coaster, but it's this nice steel twister, twisted coaster kind right. of thing. So yeah, it looks cool. It looks to me like they took the original ride and made some modifications to it, pretty much, mm-hmm. to make it do that. I think some because some of the stuff looked familiar. You know, the first drop looked familiar. Stuff like that. Okay. Obviously, the twists were new. <laughs> However, they worked those in there. Right. But even the station, I mean, was in the same place. Same. I mean, all that stuff was like it'd been there for a little while. That one's high up on my list now. I will go ahead and say that Mindbender was running. I was planning on doing that at some point. I did want to get the kids' rides in while they were open, but Mindbender ended up. I didn't. It was going to be one of the last things I did. I was planning on doing it, but my wife was really ready to go, and so I just kind of forego. I, for, I kind of forego, forego, forego. I kind of forwent. I guess yeah, doing that, and you know, because I did. I could kind of tell by looking at her, she wasn't really into uh, staying any longer. <laughs> so <laughs> I just know. kind of uh, put that on the back burner. Yeah, and it was pretty late for the kids. It was already after nine at that point. And so for and we still had to head back, some well, pretty good ways. One thing I was going to mention, I know you probably saw that you probably thought about this, Jason. But whenever they built this park, they did absolutely zero uh, leveling of anything. Correct. Whenever they decided to, to build this hills park. and <laughs> oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're gonna you can get a workout uh, going up some of the some of the hills. Yeah. For instance, going into Gotham City, no big deal coming out of Gotham City. <laughs> okay. You just hiked up a mountain, pretty much. Especially if you're pushing a stroller. When I mentioned Fright Fest, I know I'm kind of all over the place with this. What was pretty cool was when they were starting to do the, the some of the Fright Fest stuff, we were actually on in the area that has the the cars, the Hanson cars, which I always think is kind of funny. I always start uh, singing Umbop mm-hmm. with any of the Hanson cars. But anyway, they're basically just, uh, it's like the Speedway, but with old-timey cars. And a little bit different scenery, of course. But uh, in that area, you know, it's kind of up on a hill. They have uh, a couple of kids' rides. Like, they have the balloons that go up that's uh, a spinning ride. They have one that's like a boat that's uh, it goes back and forth and spins around at the same time. You've seen those type rides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they have the carousel. What's interesting about the carousel is it's an, it's a carousel that's been around since 1907, 08, somewhere in that range. It was originally in Chicago. And it's bounced around, and it found its home uh, here in Six Flags pretty much ever since, right? But what was kind of neat about uh, about it on this particular day is the 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 encasing and everything, and the the whole ride really is already kind of old. And then you have the evening, and they just started doing the fright fest. They kind of play this creepy music <laughs> at the carousel. And I was like, this actually has a really nice effect to it. I mean, I know it's essentially a carousel only, but I mean, the fact that it's old and you can see that it still has some of the the rustic old look to it and everything went with that feeling. But I mean, they had like a juggler up there. They actually had a lady with a, a live python out there that you could touch and, you know, put around you if you wanted to. The kids did touch it. They didn't put it around it, but I mean, they, they did touch the python. And that was part of the... You know, we didn't really experience a ton of stuff Fright Fest-wise, but, uh, of course, I already mentioned Scream Machine and the uh, not-so-great ride that I had there. But as far as coasters, I did do, like I said, we already talked about the Cyclone. I did Daredevil Dive, which I had done before. I enjoyed that one. I did show you that video, too, right? Because, I, well, I guess I might as well go ahead and say I had some, some sunglasses that have, like, a camera on them that I was trying out. And, Your uh, uh, spy glasses you were wearing? Yeah, basically basically pretty good quality overall nobody ever said anything with it as i was just going to see if i could get away with it i mean i'm not going to i'm not going to post anything or, uh, with it or anything like that because i know they don't want you to do it but i just wanted to see how well it did and i thought it held up pretty good what do you guys think yeah the videos look good to me yeah yeah good, wait good so they don't want youtube videos of six flags rides it's even though they're out there like even like good ones the only thing i would like when you're doing that are you consciously thinking like i need to look straight ahead because the camera is going to see if i look around or if i turn my head or anything i'm just curious like what is your mindset when you're are you thinking about that or just let it go and see what happens 
Yeah, I just kind of let it go, as you can probably tell by the way my head was moving in the early yeah. parts of it. But when I'm on the ride, that's just how I am. I right. just, just enjoy the ride. I was yeah. just curious. Because there is no real looking around. You want to look forward on the ride, right? So Yeah. On a, on a roller coaster. So, But yeah, Daredevil Dive. That one's interesting. It's the quietest coaster I have ever been on or watched in my life. I don't know if you when you pass by it, you notice like when it's riding, the only thing you hear is if someone's screaming, that's pretty much all you hear. It does it makes no noise. I've never seen a coaster like that in my life that makes no noise. I have seen what that straight up lift, what I think, because free fall used to be in this area. I actually think they used the tower in some way, shape or form, maybe repurposed it to be this this first lift. I can't prove it, but I, it, it looks like it would have been. Which, for those of you that don't know, the Free Fall was basically a Tower of Terror drop ride, but it was obviously not as tall as Tower of Terror, so they're very similar. And at the and with this one, at the very with with it at the very end of it, like you would drop, but it curves at the bottom, so you're actually laying flat whenever they uh, finish it. That goes all the way down, and then it kind of lowers you into the bottom of it, and you get out down there. So it has a system kind of like it but not quite other than that i mean we i did do we did do some kid rides we didn't didn't do the superman drop maddie didn't really want to do it livy wanted to but wasn't tall enough the wonder woman swings that was over there you may have seen those there's a lot of spinning rides for for kids in particular that i get to get the other thing i've noticed is i don't really like rides that spin fast anymore i mean especially when you have to do tons of them in a row because that's all (laughs) kids can do yeah it really uh, kind of messes with your head. <laughs> hmm. You mentioned Monster Mansion. We did do Monster Mansion. For those of you that maybe don't know, if think of a lesser version of Haunted Mansion combined with Small World, pretty much, and you have Monster Mansion because hmm. that's kind of the what the the boats remind me of the way they come out, and then of course the fact that it's a mansion does seem to be going along with the Haunted Mansion type thing. But uh, it's it's an interesting fun ride. It can get a little intense at parts. I'm kind of surprised that the girls liked it as much as they did. I thought it might potentially scare them, but no, they did uh, they did well with it. The best coaster that I rode on this day was definitely Goliath. It's it was my second favorite behind Mindbender, which I didn't get to do unfortunately. I did get to see some video of what they've done with it. And this is this is an example of something I've said theming. They've really themed it to the Riddler. Like before, it had the Riddler's name on it, but it didn't really have the theme as much. They've they've done some more things to it to make it themed more to the Riddler, so they are paying more attention to theming. Okay. The ride on Goliath, I I love it. I mean, it's a huge coaster. the The thing I love about Goliath is you get that airtime all throughout it. Mm-hmm. A lot of big drops, heels. Some of the some of these secondary drops in this ride are as big as the first drops on the average ride. Right. So um, love that. Was didn't get to do Blue Hawk because it was shut down. Go ahead. I was gonna say, is Goliath the one that goes out like over the parking lot and stuff, or over the? Yeah, it goes outside the park. Goes okay. Yeah, that one looks interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's it's high on my list, which the Cyclone is as well now. Yeah. Before I I liked the original Cyclone, but I definitely like this version better. I didn't do Batman. One member of our party did because they were doing that while we were doing some kid rides. I've always enjoyed Batman. So, I mean, I would have, you know, it's been it's been good. Oh, oh, it was a pretty good day overall. I mean, I would kind of like to go back. And as far as the cleanliness, I mean, somebody said something like, somebody said something about the park seemed like run down. I'm like, this seems just like what I always remembered, truthfully. I mean, it's not really run down at all. I thought they it looked pretty vibrant color-wise and everything. Like, they had done a pretty good job with that sort of thing. As far as the, the you know, the everyday maintenance, it's not going to be Disney. I mean, that should be... Their, their their main focus on maintenance is the rides, you know, making sure that they're safe. Mm-hmm. They, they don't spend as much on the making sure that, you know, everything is spotless. Yeah, and as far as food goes, we actually ate at the JB's, which was the only place that had, uh, well, it had, it had a little bit better menu. It, had, it was the only place that had a vegetarian option from what I saw. So I had a veggie burger there, or a Beyond Burger, I think is what it was was called there. I mean, the other, other all the other places were pretty much theme park food and priced in the range like Jason was talking about. Yeah. It is what it is. Now, keep in mind with some of these, the amount of food you could probably split with somebody and some, depending on what it was you got. So you might get off better that way. Mm-hmm. 
I, some members of our party got to ride Mindbender after I had already left, and they kind of told, the, from what they reported, they said that it was rougher than they remembered. Uh, maybe they think that it has something to do with the, the changes that were made. I don't know. I kind of wish I would have got to see that for myself. For right now, I'm still going to call it my number one and Goliath my number two. And maybe I'll get a chance to do it again before the season's over. I was interested in trying out the the Mary, the the Christmas stuff that they do and see what that's like. Mm-hmm. I might do that later on. Cool. Overall fun day. I mean, it, it you know, it is what it is. You got to take if you if you want to get in some thrilling rides then yes, that's what this is for, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they should build a hotel next door and people are going to start staying there. But, you know, I did see right. one family with matching t-shirts and I was like, "Oh, you all went that route for your Six Flags day." Okay. <laughs> That's everywhere. People do it everywhere. But, yeah, I'm glad I went to see what the lower tier parks look like before I go back to Disney. Because we have had a lot of negativity towards Disney, primarily because of just one individual trying to raise prices that we will not name. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still going to be a premier experience. And Mm -hmm. I think we're just going to have to be more selective and have to decide if it's it's still worth the difference in price. And, uh, I, I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I have an annual pass to Six Flags, but it, it was cheap, and I can go for, like, a few hours and ride a few rides, but I'm not going to be making a pilgrimage over the Six Flags. It's not going to happen. Right. All right. Yeah. Again, it's just, you got to take it for what it is. It's a fun day to go to Six Flags. I mean, you, if you want to get in a few night, good, co- I mean, the coasters there, I would say all are good. Most all are good. I'm not going to say all of them. <laughs> Some of them have seen better days, and, like, Scream Machine. All right, so I think that wraps up our episode today. We had a pretty packed episode. When you join us next week, we should be able to come back with a bit of a trip report. So be prepared for that. That's going to be next week. But until then, you can always engage with us on social media or our website or any of these other places. Where are all those places at? I was going to start by mentioning we have a travel agent friend of the show, and I wanted to... Say that if you want to book a Disney or Universal trip, not Six Flags that I know of, but you could ask. Holy Land? (laughs) Uh, Sure. If you want to go back in time, yes, you can go do the Holy Land. Or maybe she can help you book to go to the parking lot and knock on the door, as you say, Jason. Maybe somebody will answer. But her name is Jill Dilbeck, and you can email her, Jill, J-I-L-L. Dilbeck, D-I-L-B-E-C-K at gmail.com. You can email there if you want or interested in booking a Disney Universal, Disney Cruise, Disneyland, Universal, Hollywood, I guess, too. Uh, Let her know, and you can reach her that way. And you can also reach us on our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. You can email us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. We are also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can buy uh, our exclusive TWTM merchandise, including the Rafts are a Ride shirt. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And we also have a YouTube channel as well, which you can find uh, the link to that on the website also. So... With that said, for John and Adam, I am Jason. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us for our next trip. Bob Chapek is fill in the blank. Absent.